I I never doubted the process. I think the process is good. The process is scientific. Uh, you cannot get a better process than this if you can't conceive naturally. How has life been post IVF Mother, and motherhood? I think life. You know, you get a kind of perspective in life when you have children. You understand the what is actually important in life. You're the only person who's also so vocal about IVF and the advancements. People think it's a taboo. Yeah. A subject and it's something to be ashamed of and something to be hidden. I mean, after that, Amir has gone public about his surrogacy. Yeah. Uh, Shahrukh and Gauri have gone public about having surrogate. Karan has gone public. Yeah. If you are younger mm-hmm. and uh, if you have the time and the money, um, you should freeze your eggs and keep it. Farah, it's a pleasure to have you Thank with us. Thank you. Same here, Simrat. Uh, let's start at the very beginning. Uh, you decided to get married at the age of 40. Young age. Young very age young of 40. Age. When did you decide to embark on the journey towards parenthood? And how did you so, make your decision about it? I got married literally one month before I turned 40. Okay. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so I still say I got married at 39, but I was in <laughs> December 9th, I got married and in January 9th, I turned 40. Uh, I think immediately uh, we said, I mean, I was 40. Mm. So we said we want to have, like Shirish was very clear, he wants to have kids and that's how also I got married. Um, <laughs> With the bait of having kids. Yeah, no, like he was like, listen, if you don't want to get married and have kids and all, then I'm not interested. He literally threatened me. So... So we did go to a gynec and he was like, ah, everything is good, keep trying and all that. But uh, it was now, uh, I was 42 and... Uh, so you tried for two years before you actually took... Uh, yeah, almost one and a half year. And at 42, literally I met somebody uh, around, little younger than me in their 40s who was pregnant. Okay. And um, she told me, listen, I've done IVF mm-hmm. at the very next morning. Uh, I went to meet her and she said, you are starting immediately. Like, okay. Like, did you have time to do your research or do you just No, 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 no. She said like, we need to start because you're 42. Right. And uh, you need to start like, who is this doctor? I can't tell you whoever this doctor was <laughs> who had told me, keep trying. Um, so uh, we started immediately. Now the thing was, I was, I had just started shooting Happy New Year. Uh, sorry. I just started shooting Om Shanti Om. Oh. oh. It's the busiest time of anybody's life when you're making a movie. Mm. Uh, so every morning before the shoot, 7.30 in the morning, I had to go. The hospital was very far from where we were shooting. Okay. Very far from my house also. Every morning I used to go there. She used to give me injections because I, I think for to retrieve eggs, uh, you need to prep, stimulate. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. And then after that, I would go over, uh, drive one, one and a half hour for shooting. Oh, mm. Then in the afternoon, she would send somebody there to give me injections. In the afternoon, the compounder would come. 
then in the evening i would go back after shooting so it was quite uh, quite hectic but i was all very gungo about it and you know i wanted to her only to give me the injection because okay. her hand was very gentle mm. so it used to not pain me ivf is a uh, emotional roller coaster oh and how huh. yes and how did you manage the highs and lows especially when you're in the limelight at all time i want to tell you there were in the first 5 uh, 6 months there were only lows because oh. i was not getting uh, i mean we were retrieving eggs and implanting them back and i don't know how many times i must have gone under uh, general anesthesia oh. because i preferred that uh, so i used to do it and then next morning i had to go for shooting and uh, the first time i went to the doc and i was so sure that i was pregnant you know because the first time you always feel ke i've done it and i went there and literally i got my period in her office oh. i went to the her loo and i came out matlab and also uh, i think they are pumping in so many hormones and injections that your anyway uh, your emotional balances so yeah. i used to be sobbing all the way back till the shoot and then i remember one more day we were shooting uh, again for om shanti om and uh, in the middle of the uh, lunch break i got a call from her this is the second ivf time that i tried okay um and uh, and it was a comic scene i think we were shooting and i got a call from the doctor and she said that it's not happened this time and and then they called and said you have to come to shoot ma'am and i went in and and sharuk knew something is wrong because i was literally standing and i was going to cry and so he said like take a break everybody and he took me into his van where i've sobbed for one hour mm. oh. and then, and then you was, were back again it was back again but then i think the doctor was also nice she told me listen like take a break yeah. because the stress is too much you're making a movie you're on your feet all day you're mm. not getting to relax after the uh, you know shots uh, mm. but throughout uh, so she said wait till and then we had a one month gap because okay. uh, june july sharuk always used to take a holiday with his kids so uh, i said she said you finish whatever you need to shoot we come back in june and we'll do it then um, that's when we went but throughout it i must say my husband was there yeah every time i went to the hospital whether it was 7 in the morning whether it was 10 in the night shirish was there with me uh throughout and i think that makes a lot of difference yeah. to the well-being of the woman if That's you have true. a partner or a family member who is supportive and who's there with you it it really enhances your i feel it enhances your chances it uh, even more uh, I mean, yes because your mind your mind frame has to be like relaxed and happy that was my next question how yeah. important is the support system and how crucial it was for i you? think if you i feel lot of my friends afterwards they were doing it mm mm-hmm. and they were always stressed and they found it very stressful and they found it the more you say it is stressful and the more you say it's painful and very difficult and very hard it is going to become more difficult and harder and more stressful mm. i think you it's a journey that you take and every time i used to take that injection or they used to give it directly in the stomach sometimes in the thigh and i used to just visualize children my kids not exactly how they look like <laughs> now but some babies yeah. and uh, i used to say it's worth it you know so you have to have to be positive and you have to not make everything so stressful yeah and I how mean, did you manage the stress what did you do to uh, was there something special that you did that calmed you down or 
No, I see. I was anyway. I was uh, uh, working. Maybe I was working, was which was good. Anyway, all my stress comes out when I'm working. I'm busy <laughs> shouting at people and also <laughs> best stress. It's fine. Yes. Uh, but then after that, in that one, literally that one month break which we had, now it was a like a weight. So when you're working, that weight was lifted off my mind because back of your head, you're always thinking somebody is going to come now and give me the injection. I have to go, you know, finish. So yeah. I worked really nicely. and then in that one month we went back uh, to dr firoza and we did the implant you know the retrieval the and the implantation and i came back home and i took out all i opened my bathroom cabinet and i took out all the sanitary pad ka you know yeah the packets pads. i mm. put it and i threw them in the kachre ka dabba what yeah i said i am not going to get my periods this time i am oh. going to get pregnant I, I have goosebumps like yeah. Just so I was to. like literally I was like this time I'm going to get pregnant. I will and I packed all the sanitary bag. Through it I said I can't get my period now. I don't have pads, <laughs> you know. So, so the positive reinforcement you kept. I think you have to yeah. manifest and you have to and Cherish and me and then we started talking about kids and we started talking about you know what we want to name them and how will they be and all that and and when the doctor called this time I was hundred percent sure. That uh, we It's are going to be, you're going to be, we parents. are going to be pregnant. And she said, "Listen, Farah, I don't don't jump too high." She said, "Reality check." Yeah, don't jump too high. I want you to be calm. Uh, you know, you're pregnant, and uh, she said, uh, "And again, don't get your hopes up, but it's multiple pregnancy." Yeah, how was that like? Like so when you came to know we that you have triplets. Too thrilled. I mean, we would have been thrilled with one child. She didn't say triplet. She said it's multiple. Okay, so so you... we were like, it's twins. Okay. So then we started discussing twins, and we started <laughs> naming. And then Shurish said, "Listen, we might as well discuss triplets." You know Did why he not? That? Yeah, he said well, <laughs> we have like we had named the two babies. Some we had given some very like cringy. <laughs> now very Bollywood cringy. Names. No, no, no. Some cringy uh, pet names to them. So now we had a third one. So then we gave a cringy or pet name to the third one, <laughs> and we started. Which, so we were reading the secret actually that time. Yes. Manifestation and the Om Shanti Om was also all about manifestation. Manifestation. It yeah. was the secret, and it was there. Uh, you know, kind of, the alchemist. And so the whole yeah. my whole thing was that. And then after about ten days, when she called me and she said that you know it's triplets, I said I just knew it, doc. And of course we were too uh, excited. And then doctor gave us a reality check and said that you have to uh, reduce one. Oh. Because normally most twins start out as triplets. Right. You know. And she okay. said you know you're going you're going to be forty three. Mm hmm. Uh, when when the children come. Mm hmm. And uh, it's not good for you and. You know your stomach is great, your lining is fab, but you know three children is a big risk, and one child can be really small, and one child can have. I mean, doctor gave me the the worst case scenario, but mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, doctor, you tell me what you need, how how big you want each child to be. <laughs> so she said, you know, safely they should be two kilos each. Oh, I said I will make sure that they are over and above that. Okay, uh, you will not. Uh, Believe my kids were two and a half kilos each. Each. Yeah. So I was literally <laughs> seven and a half kilos. I was carrying and roaming, because I was then so good about it. And then I was like, no, I am not going to reduce one child. Yeah. And now my children have games. Like you should have reduced this one. <laughs> Then they get angry at that. Your doctor told you you should have removed one child. 
that's how they get back at each yeah. other uh, farah how did your family and your friends react reacted when you told them that so you're going to so i think the first person that mm. i told of course uh, besides my mom was charok Okay. Then he came back and I said I have to tell you something and he looked at me he said you're pregnant <laughs> I said I can I can't tell you it's trip he said what so, so because we still had a uh, some shooting to finish okay after he came back we had to finish dardre disco and all oh. so that's the famous story where he used to remove his shirt and I used to throw up <laughs> because I was at the height of my morning sickness. it was not morning sickness let me tell you carrying triplets is not um, I won't say hard because I enjoyed it too, but everything was threefold. So the nausea was threefold. You know, I had rash all over my stomach, which was threefold. Everything was yeah, literally everything was thrice. So he used to he used to say, "What is this?" He kept on bucket next to me, and he was very sweet because he ordered this lazy boy couch for me instead of the director's chair, so I could lie down with my mic and shout at people. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. So Farah, now um, I want to also ask you that um, IVF in the industry yeah. is not much to talk about. Oh God, about. nobody! I think I was the first person who spoke exactly. about IVF. Exactly. So do tell us a little bit about that. How did you? How did your friends and family also react to the fact that you did choose to go through IVF and take that? I path? think my friends and family were fine. I think I chose to go public about it because yes. I didn't want to. hide it it's not something illegal or uh, it's not some i know people don't like to say they got there it there is a certain tab and there were so it. many yeah. of my friends that i've sent to uh, for have done ivf and surrogacy uh, right. after my baby's came right. so many of them hmm. uh, i think it was great and i thought that if i don't speak about it hmm. uh, i mean i'm i first of all i don't like to lie i'm a bad liar uh, other than that why it's not like I've gone underground and done yeah. some illegal stuff. It's IVF, and it's great for women of my age, great for career women or women who have been trying for years but don't know the way to, to go about it. Right. But Farah, now that you actually started talking about it and people started to come to know about IVF and the awareness, yeah. there are small towns also where people have started to take up IVF as a course of treatment without feeling as bad because I don't know why time, should you feel bad about it. It's a because. There's really sort of, i mean yeah, there's, there's nothing time. to feel you can be younger and you may not be able to conceive there may be thousand reasons right why that's not happening it could be because of the man they also take the sperm hmm. and i never thought i was somebody who wanted a child or that my life was incomplete without a kid i was not that type but the day that i went to her office and i realized that i not conceived oh that was the day i realized how badly, badly i wanted it till then i was hunky dory and my life was great um you know but let's talk about that a little bit yeah um you are an ambitious woman you always yes. started to uh, you're a choreographer i, I don't director, know about actor. ambitious but i'm a work oriented person work oriented person yeah, i did prioritize yeah I, my work. career was very important to me and my work was very more than wanting to get famous or anything it was my work was very important that you enjoyed me. and you wanted to bring i so, still want to work yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. so how did you how did um, was fertility and parenthood on your mind in your 20s and did you ever not think about all, not at it? all and not even marriage was not on my mind um, at all i think at 22 or something maybe i thought i'll get married but uh, i have a weird family and they got, got together and they said we'll kick you out of the house if you get married <laughs> this young without doing anything in life this young so yeah so they were the complete opposite of what normal parents uh, 
uh, would do. My mother said, "I'll throw you out of the house. Okay. You have to make something of your life. You have to be financially independent before you get married or any such thing." So after that, so then I became financially independent, and I had no desire to get married till I met Shirish. Yeah. You know, and now after twenty years of marriage, it'll be twenty years this year in December. Sometimes I think, "Now why did I get married?" Also. <laughs> as i'm sure most husbands and wives think back um, but i had no desire to get married babies so were very far off but uh, do tell us a little bit about zar anya and diva what are they like and also uh, extension to that what are the some myths of ivf babies that you like to debunk and tell the people that i don't know yeah hey. so everyone looks at them and say oh they don't look identical what? so i want to tell you triplets really look identical oh Also, because there were, I had, they had Dr. Firoza had embedded four eggs, hmm. out of it three fertilized, which okay. was that's solely because I was looking after myself. Yes, my stomach lining was everything was good. I was uh, healthy to carry, right. you know. So I think that is one of the myths uh, that you have hmm. uh, that they will all be identical, looking. identical, especially IVF, because one egg is not. Uh, one splitting, you know, yeah. you're putting multiple eggs. Uh, the other one, I think, is that uh, has someone come to you and said something, and you're like, "What?" No, I think after I gave birth for a very long time, people still thought I was pregnant. But <laughs> other on. than that, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like, on. no, I'm not. I'm just looking, still looking pregnant. <laughs> um, I think the other thing is people think it's a taboo. Yeah. a subject and it's something to be ashamed of and mm. something to be hidden mm. uh which i mean after that amir has gone public about his surrogacy yeah. uh, sharukh and gauri have gone public about having surrogate karan has gone public yeah. but i think they think that if you are carrying the baby it should be natural otherwise there's something wrong with you yeah i think that needs to really change and with the awareness programs like yeah. this maybe we want to tell more yes. people about the process and of also IVF. i think they, if the if you are younger mm-hmm. and uh, if you have the time and the money um, you should freeze your eggs and keep and I you should do, you should mm-hmm. do that because a lot of my younger friends i forced them to go freeze eggs and keep because then you have viable eggs because my my thing was i was 42 mm-hmm. so the the eggs are less the quality of eggs is not great It's mother nature. You can't really do anything it, about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So if you are younger and you can do that, you should go ahead and do it because sometime in life you don't want to grow older and say shit. I wish I, I had, had a, a child or I had yeah. a choice and I skipped it. So do I mean do do that? I didn't have that choice because my time I mean eggs at that time I, I mean, discovered IVF literally when I had to go uh, when I wanted result. to have babies, which yeah. was pretty much later in the day. Okay. And before that, nobody was really speaking about it. Also, yeah. So we were not having too many people coming out and saying, "We've done IVF and it's great." And who also the other thing is you have to be careful who you do the IVF with. Hmm. You know, exactly. it should be somebody trusted, uh, somebody who has a good reputation. Don't go to any quack who's saying and who have uh, the right uh, science and technology yes, advancements. Yes. Yes. The doctors lab. that are attached to the clinic. It's Those a need to be full to ecosystem be and a collaborative yes. effort to get the best. Uh, yep. So the other thing, everyone, I, I think everyone who has a baby always calls me till now <laughs> and said we've had one baby. Oh my God, we were thinking about you. <laughs> How the hell did you cope with three babies? We are gone mad with one child. 
Oh. Tell us a little quirks about each one of them, and so I can't uh, ask they you are your completely favorites. different. Uh, so not only is it debunking uh, the myths of IVF, but also the uh, myths of astrology and <laughs> and star signs. <laughs> they are all born literally one one two two minutes apart, apart right. and completely different uh, personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three. They are uh, the only thing similar is that they all three very very. uh good children on uh, very reserved they've gone on the father most of all three of them okay. which is very irritating because <laughs> i did all the heavy lifting literally heavy yeah, lifting yeah literally and uh, they've gone to the 10th standard now so oh. even now when i meet people they're like but we just read 5 years ago i said that was 15 years ago people are just they still remember where they were when they read that you know that yeah. i delivered triplets and also coming back because you're the only person who's Also, so vocal about IVF and the advancements that people have the choice. I think I'm going to get a lot of blessings yes. from people who have gone and mm -hmm. then done it. And uh, you know, it's also I think the men need to be educated also about it. Yes. You know, the mother-in-laws, the men, they all need to. And when I used to go to the uh, when I used to take the kids there once in a way, I used to see really like small-town women coming there, yeah. which is so good. Yeah. Coming there and sitting. Hmm. I never, never thought at forty-three I would have. I mean, kids. Uh, at least you had the choice at forty-three with at, the. Yeah, I mean, if there was no IVF, mm. I uh, probably would not be having kids, and I think either Shirish would have killed me, or I would have killed him <laughs> by now. Come on. By now, we would have killed each other because the children are a big factor, and also keeping everyone together, and uh, you know, getting your marriage after for so long. It's been going to be twenty years now. Right. you know and nobody even thought i'm going to get married and no one even thought i'm going to stay married for, for so 20 long 20 years because uh, i remember this very famous director was asked are you attending farah's wedding and he said no but i'll attend the next one <laughs> <laughs> so i was like okay i'll show you wait <laughs> farah i read somewhere that you know you mentioned that uh, your babies were not delivered by a pizza man that something were not delivered by, by a pizza, pizza man, man. really uh, yeah what was the question i don't know uh, it was to tell people that you know my babies are born through ivf and i have oh, like that. about it oh, that okay. my, a pizza man did not deliver my baby yeah. oh, that okay. they were born through oh ivf oh my god they were born and uh, literally they were had not told me uh, i want to tell you uh, what is the sex of the babies oh they don't tell you in hmm. india right of course of yeah, course like they that, don't tell yes, you they don't and uh, for with me I being a celebrity they were born and they didn't tell no, you no 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 that be being a whatever celeb uh, limelight yeah they were very scared to tell me in case i blurt it out and the doctor gets into trouble of course so till i was there lying with anesthesia uh, you know the epidural that yeah, they yeah, gave yeah. me oh my god i think that was the most painful part of the pregnancy the anesthesia and the, the injections the, the the one that they gave me they gave me a spinal okay the epidural yeah but it was a big mm. one because it had to last through all three and then it was literally after i couldn't feel anything and i was like i was holding on to the anesthesis because i got a panic attack i couldn't oh. feel my legs and all my husband was very happily shooting away <laughs> i have a matlab if you need a documentary on how triplets are born we have a full national <laughs> geographic documentary there were 35 people in that room what because they were so scared that jaslok had not had a triplet birth in like 20 years before this okay so they everyone was there the stem cell people were there the gynax were there the ivf was there the pediatrician was there you know the neo center there were 35 40 people in that room and they were they i couldn't feel anything and then 
they were taking out one one baby literally <laughs> like this holding up and i'm like and i'm on on call with my mom and my aunts and my whole giving uh, an update they they were in my room waiting so i was giving update so i was like oh what is it oh it's a boy oh it's a boy and i could hear everyone clapping in the room on top and then they like what is next what is next waiting oh it's a girl it was literally like that and then they roll the babies up they wrap them up like sharma rolls <laughs> they were literally like you know those babushka dolls yeah. and then they gave me three babies i could oh. it was it was surreal really you know i'm uh, i'm so and then charu came the same day to the mm-hmm. hospital and there was a stampede <laughs> of course there was a stampede yeah. in the hospital patients have come out with the iv drips and all charu khan <laughs> and i was clueless because i was in lala land with my with your three bundles of joy and my uh, i want to spend a little bit of uh, time far about you talking about how men also need to be educated yeah, and family yeah. needs to be educated because you know in rural india and a country like us a woman is often blamed and has to you know feel the brunt of being blamed about right. not being able to yes. have a child how has that also influenced the um bollywood industry uh the perceptions about ivf and fertility i think bollywood is pretty much uh, knowledgeable about it now hmm. i mean so many of them going in for surrogacy and i mean i i'm talking about the misconceptions or the stigmas generally we speak about it and we do because bollywood is the best way that people want to read about it google hmm. it yeah uh, endow it you know like they want to Devour if it's it, bollywood they will click on it and they will see it if a doctor is talking they may not click on it and see it right so i think it's a it's pretty much our duty to do this mm. you know because uh, like shirish is fully educated now on ivf and because he was coming with me and he was really very very supportive through it in fact when i used to have meltdowns and when it wasn't happening and i was crying in bed he for days ah, two two sure. days you know literally because you don't know what and i'm not that person i'm a very upbeat yeah person but i think is also the hormonal imbalance or the and emotions the are hormones. heightened yeah. everything is heightened with all the injections you have been given so he is to he is to be that he was a calming factor and he was like it's fine if we don't get we can't have we will adopt a child so why are you worried yeah. and if we can't adopt a child we both will continue life is good so he was actually very very supportive uh, for me so i think if the husband is supportive and i've seen a lot of people going there without the husbands mm-hmm. coming and it does affect it affects your mental uh, well being and i think it's all here if you're strong here and you're positive your your whole body responds to that mm-hmm. what about do spend a little time about the positive outlook and the positive thought process that you had during this time to get you through this see i am was so positive that the first time only i thought it's going to happen though the doctor had warned me that normally doesn't happen on the first go mm. and we need to prep your body for it but i was so positive that i was sure this is going to happen so i am that person but i think it helps if you manifest mm. if you read also uh, you educate yourself Uh, mm-hmm. about what's happening to your body uh, yeah and don't like i said don't always say it's too stressful it's too hard i can't do it oh my god it's i mean there are worse things to happen yeah you know you this is this choice. is a, i feel it's a joy it's a blessing given to you uh, to conceive and to have a child yeah and know? there are other options also available to become a parent that's yes, something yes of course there is yes yeah. 
Farah, during your pregnancy, were you working or were you taking? Yes, I was actually like I told you earlier, Simrit, that I was uh, I had to finish little bit of mm. work. Uh, I had to finish Darde Disco, and I did one song for my brother's movie for Hey Baby Dil. You know, Maskalander. Okay. Yes. So the, I was pregnant at that time, but I was not telling anyone. And also, if you see Om Shanti Om, the last bit. Uh, the end credits yeah. where i walk on the red carpet yeah, like i was two months pregnant that time i'm going to go rewatch yeah, it <laughs> but i was looking and i looked beautiful when i was pregnant glowing yeah my hair was thick and my skin had become good only my stomach was like this big <laughs> uh so i worked throughout and then i did the post production of the movie and i did the pr dipika and me used to go on every tv channel promoting a movie with such a big stomach <laughs> i was working and i was happy that i was working uh because it also keeps you uh, active and, active and i'm also i'm happy when i work yeah um it's the last 10 days when i had to put my feet up i got all swollen okay uh, but it was fun also in a in a way all my friends were really i mean gauri threw me a baby shower oh, which was lovely and i got a lot of gifts <laughs> um i used to play rd barman songs for them oh you know when they were in the tummy and it was uh, quite nice everyone took lot of care of me so so sweet. which also became irritating after a point are are dekho dekh i like i'm not blind i'm just pregnant <laughs> like i can see <laughs> there is but people were generally nice charuk bought me such a big uh, triplet ka pram this three three from harrods mm. okay and then he came home and he then he fixed it and then it was so big that it wouldn't go no, out of the door, door. <laughs> so we had to put them in the house only and make them go up and down with it <laughs> Farah, were there moments when you doubted the process and wanted to give up? How did you overcome this? So no, of course you'll always doubt when it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. You know, thrice yeah. it didn't happen, and then the fourth time it did. Uh, I I never doubted the process. I was just doubting. Okay, will it ever happen for me? Yeah. I think the process is good. The process is scientific. Uh, you cannot get a better process than this if you can't conceive naturally. Mm. You know. and also it helps when the doctors supportive you know in your clinics wherever you go if they have good doctors who are sympathetic who who are empathetic not it's not uh, a very clinical way of doing it but yes at some points i did doubt that i'm not never going to have a kid mm. it's not going to happen for me maybe but then cherish was there too and then you know if you keep that doubt and you only listen to that doubt it's the chances are low of it happening yeah. so you need to get that out of your system immediately and say manifest something good that i can do it and it's going to happen yeah it's going to happen okay of course it's going to happen hmm. how has life been post ivf Mother- and motherhood oh, how has okay. what has your perspective been towards motherhood and also managing your life and your work how i think i i uh, does um, everyone asks me this so uh, I think life, you know, you get a kind of perspective in life when you have children. Okay. You understand the what is actually important in life, because before that, every small thing is a problem, or every small thing you get stressed about. No, when you have kids, you realize what is important. This is what you need to focus on. Hmm. Of course, I I've, I've slowed down my work, but out of choice because also I've worked 
I can't I don't want to work how I worked when I was in my 20s. Right. I want to enjoy the fruit of my work also now. Yeah. So a lot more holidays, a lot more traveling with my kids, a lot more spending, spending time, time with mm-hmm. them. But now what has happened is they have gone to the 10th standard and they don't have time for me. Both. So <laughs> because they are boarding that <laughs> and they are studying like they are going to build I don't know they are going to engineering right away. Okay. So uh, I'm a, a weird mother who goes and tells them can you all please stop studying and like chill just chill for some time no oh, we have exams you have to study so yes life of course if anyone says that motherhood doesn't change their life uh, they'll be a rare species hmm. it does change your life you i became i think a, a more uh, i became maybe a nicer person you know i became <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you. Even when I now do uh, reality shows and all, uh, before motherhood was another judge, and after, I always think it's somebody's child. Okay. Somebody's you. You have that kind of empathy for that person because you always imagine yourself in their shoes. You imagine what you would do for your child. So all those things happen, and because of my children, I've got so much more empathy for animals. because mm-hmm. my one daughter is a mad animal lover mm-hmm. and she has adopted dogs and she's into giving for animals and throughout pandemic she was do, started this How foundation lovely. yeah so i've now lo- learning to love learning means i love dogs now and uh, other animals so you learn a lot from your kids uh, yeah. also and uh, they are really like my uh they, we have a lot of fun together all three of them all three of them i think my happiest time is just uh, when they come back from school i i always say the happiest time is when everyone is at home doesn't matter if they are in their room doing homework mm-hmm. or the dog is playing outside or shirish is in his room writing or i am in a set but everyone's at home mm-hmm. you know that's a that's my most happy place content time yes farah to people who are watching this to women who are just starting out their journey in IVF or are into their journey what would be your message to them well first of all they have to understand that there is nothing wrong with them yeah it's every woman is different every woman uh, has had a different life path or why they could not have children or they chose not to have children or there was so there's not it's nothing wrong it's a different path and ivf gives you the freedom to have kids when you want if you want to wait if mm. you want to it it's really like a gift waiting for to you happen. to open and say that i want to now do this and i want to go through this and i want kids now you should have kids when you're ready to have kids right. i see so many young mothers they are frazzled all the time and i i don't know whether they are also hyper uh, and helicoptering because i don't know whether they were ready to have kids when they had oh, or too. they gave up something to have that child you should live your life your child should enhance your life mm. your child should not be taking away something it's not that you have to give up something to have a child right. you should be having that thing also and the child should come and enhance that further you know true so i feel that uh, the gift that it is because it gives you a choice and choices are very important are very important yeah mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Farah, oh, you, for being so candid and sharing your personal no, journey with us. No, I think I I would like do this every day if I could, you know, because I see, especially in our country, it's yes still somewhere there is a stigma Tabu to it. Fertility, there is a stigma to it. I know a lot of people who have had through IVF and said, "Mera to natural hua tha," and they are. I mean, I was like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on now. 
you should be talking about it yeah i mean like it's natural it's something that is yes. given to you as a boon first and i mujhe sab patiyon ko bolna hai father in laws ko fathers ko the men in the women's life that be supportive kyunki sabka sabse zyada stress na ek woman ko un do male figures ka hota hai to be supportive unko secure karo unko uh, you have to cocoon them and give them your support and then you'll have a happy baby yeah and happy babies make the best people happy babies make happy mothers <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for okay, this thank you so much